Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Instagram at Little Empire Podcasts. Well, it's the friend zone. Tim and Guy come to the friend zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy because making friends is the best idea of all time. Hello and welcome along to the friend zone, a place where myself, Guy Montgomery, and my esteemed colleague, Tim Bat, get together to shoot the shit. Uh, one this piece of shit we to do, do not today. Sh- Shoot during this process is the piece of shit known as We Are Your Friends, a film, thankfully, neither of us have watched uh, in recent memory. Tim, hey how guy, are you? Where, where are you? Longitude and latitude. <sighs> Couldn't put it on a map, but I'm in a town called Kalgoorlie, uh, West Australia, about a four-hour drive north of Esperance, where I was last night, and before that I've been in Margaret River, which I believe is where we last spoke where in God's name are you? Uh, I am in my bedroom uh, in a bit of a departure. I'm usually in the studio, but I'm in my bedroom because I'm a bit crook, as you may be able to hear. A mm. uh, little bit blocked up, not feeling too good. It's amazing. Sorry, the thing that you reminded me of when you said esteemed is that I was going to do one of those um, face steam things. You know when you put your head over like a, a bowl of boiling water to just clear yourself out? Does that work? You ever done that? Uh, look, I've done that when I've been having trouble with my uh, voice and whatnot before. Yeah. And um, it's hard to say. It's one of those things where it's nice to feel like you're doing something. Yeah. Whether or not it has any impact or bearing on your health, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't possibly venture an opinion. You are engaged to a medical professional, are you not? Yes, I am. Yep. Yep. A doctor. A uh, real life I mean, doctor. Look, Far be it from me to tell you how to live your life, Tim, but I would recommend maybe using that bottomless well of information and resource as opposed to deferring to me, some comedian stranded uh, in inland WA. Yeah, fair call. Uh, I will ask you, she's probably going to come home in the middle of this here record, actually. Um, look, this is an opportunity for us to ignore the ills of the world, like my sickness and uh, the fact that we have to watch We Are Your Friends multiple times. And it's time to dig into the great bucket of whatever the opposite of deplorables is, which is our fans who listen to the worst idea of all time. Adorables. Adorables. A, a, uh, was it bucket? No, it wasn't bucket. Basket. A basket of adorables. Guess what you yeah, guys are. Yeah, that's right. I, I would call it a hamper of adorables. Yeah, that's good. I like that as like a group uh, collective noun. Um, did you? Should I kick off? I'm very. Tim, yeah. 
I would love it if you would. <laughs> I'm so blocked up and it, it's, it, I'm sure I don't sound very good and I might like choke on my own phlegm at some point for the longer letters. I'm just surrounded, if I can paint a picture for everyone at home, by tissues. You know when you get crook and you just uh, suddenly I, surrounded man, in a fortress Vivid enough of picture as it is. Yeah, sorry. Uh, we Are they have, all filled with nose goo or do some of them have dick goo? <laughs> all nose goo, can confirm. Thanks for asking. Uh, our first piece of correspondence is from a name is not can obviously I, apparent to me. Before, yes. before you read that, can I just say, yeah. one of my favorite turns of phrase, which I never get to use because I don't quite understand it, is asked and answered. Oh, yeah. How I does that work? <laughs> all right. I'm pretty sure it's like when some, you know, you put a question out there, sort of only half intending to get a response to it, and then someone absolutely does have the response at the tip of their fingers for you. And they'd chuck in a little asked and answered at the end. That was my interpretation of it, but I could be wrong. So if you were like, yeah, how many litres of water are there in the ocean? And I was like, one and a half trillion, asked and answered. Is that actually, the right now answer? that I say it out loud, I don't think that's... No, fuck no. I've got no idea. It's just an example. But actually, now that I've said it out loud, I don't think that is right either. Let's look it up later, eh? Yeah, yeah. But good offer. You- the first piece of correspondence is attached to 33 US dollars digitally because uh, that's the amount of money that's been sent to us through our PayPal at worstideaofalltime.com. 326 million trillion gallons. How many litres in a gallon? Oh, f- <laughs> Give me I've a metric, one buddy. How many litres in a gallon? Who's messing around with Dick Goo now, one-handed Googler? Uh... 3.7 or 3.8 litres to one US liquid gallon. I mean, the number, it does provide it in litres, but I, I can't actually, pro, I can't tell you the answer because I don't know. <laughs> hey, boys, you know. Tim the Toolman Taylor and Guy Ha Guy. Weird. Uh, oh, right. Sorry. It goes, and Guy, huh. Guy names are pretty hard to come by, and I lack the motivation to create one at the moment, especially one pertaining to the hit show Home Improvement. Well, I really put myself in a box with this one. Did we ever see Wilson's face at the end? Can't remember. Anyway, I'm donating from the smallest state in the USA, Rhode Island, which isn't actually an island. Riddle me that. I've been catching up on season three and going through the friend zones, found a way to hashtag pay the boys for all the entertainment. I listened to season one last year, and after those 52 episodes, watched Grown Ups 2, which was like watching one long inside joke. So I thank you from the bottom of my wallet. Maybe this message will sneak through on the friend zone and I'll hear it once I catch up. A boy can dream. If you're ever around Rhode Island, don't uh, don't try to find me because I'm busy that week. <laughs> Live every moment. Love every day. And if you like, you may say my name. Jason Allard. Jason, I really like the twist on the old REO Speedwagon favourite that you put on the end of your message there. Much love and respect to yourself. I really like the whole tone and shape of that message, actually. It was kind of, it introduced a lot of ideas in a snappy way. It didn't dwell on anything. We had some lovely home improvement memories thrown in the mix. And I know that people from Rhode Island have a delightful accent as well. There's, uh, I think that's part of New England, right? I have reason to believe so, thanks to the bottomless, uh, you know, source of intel that I have, which is my, you know, obsession with Family Guy for about yeah. three seasons. <laughs> I got University one here, was good Tim. for everyone. Yep. Uh, this message comes from uh, a man named Eric, uh, and he is it Eric has, Wehheim? No, he hasn't reached out to us. Still, 
Eric F. So we've speculated before, I believe in Sydney during our live show, as to ways we could improve uh, screenings for the home stretch. Yes. And he's uh, just written in saying, I tweeted a screenshot of this, but it's finished now. Oh. Remix the entire movie for you boys if you want to change things up slightly. It's still the same movie, but it's definitely a different vibe. I cut a little trailer. Um, oh, I here saw it this. Is. I retweeted the, this, I'm pretty sure. And here it is. It is the German version of the movie, so the titles oh. aren't in English, but this is We Are Your Friends with no dialogue, only background, audio foley, and music cues. I also put up a subtitle track. I just downloaded one and edited it to fix some mistakes on the off chance that you actually wanted to watch it. For a movie, movie whose only memorable parts of the music, the second act is mostly just people sitting and talking with nothing else going on. And Holy we've got a link shit. to this. Did this so, guy, like, does he say if he made that from scratch or did he find a way, like, did he get the uh, audio I file? have reason to believe he made it from scratch. That is, well, then the very absolute least we could do is watch this thing. That's incredible. Oh, undoubtedly. Um, I've got a trailer here, yeah. which I am sort of watching as I talk to you, and it is... Oh, yeah. It's in black and white. So very different. Uh, yeah, it's um, in black and white, and it's it's just like breathing sounds. Uh, look, we'll post that on the Worst Idea Facebook page, and then more importantly, uh, we'll tear up a screening of this version of the movie, just because why the fuck wouldn't you at this point, really, Tim? That's what I say. Absolutely. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, no, we'll watch the shit out of that. Thank you. Uh, we've got a name check Eric. on that one guy. Thank Eric. you, Eric. Eric the half a B. What? It's a Monty Python reference. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, my Good dad. Stuff. Yeah. He he owned a stake in a racehorse at one point when I was growing up, and he he got to help name it, and he called the racehorse Eric the half a B. No, he just called it Eric the B. Homage. Do you know Eric the B? No. Half a B, philosophically, must ipso facto, half not be. But half the B has got to be vis-a-vis its entity. Do you see? And then it's got a really catchy chorus. It's, it's, it sounds like good stuff. Look, yeah, obviously you're not that interested and I respect that. <laughs> I'm going to dive back in, guy. Here's another donation for $12.60. You shouldn't take my um, brutal reign of hate on this episode to heart. I'm crook. Crook grumpy man. No, uh, I, I, I don't take anything you say or do to heart. Yeah, I know. One day you might. Here's, I, do you know, I was going to get into a stabbing riff with you, but then I thought it was actually a bit dark, so I'm not going to. But just know that that's what I was thinking. And I thereby have undone all the hard work of me censoring myself. Noted. $12.60 from John, who says, full message was sent on Facebook. As the last time I tried to message you here on PayPal, it cut off halfway through. So if you've got a John H sitting in the inbox I do. there, guy, brilliant. She is a biggin. Are you ready? Yep. I feel ready. Dearest Tim and Guy, I hope this letter finds you well. I just chucked you 10 pounds, squitterinos, and thought I'd share with you a rather exciting tale. Well, not an exciting tale, but the dull life's version of an exciting tale. I work for a call centre, which represents one of the UK's largest TV, broadband and everything else providers, but I shan't name them for fear of being hunted down and flayed. Anywho, during a regular day, a few weeks ago, I took a call from a woman named Victoria on the account of a Mr. Tim Bevan. Now who is Tim Bevan? I can already hear you saying in your adorable Kiwi accents. Now who Tim is Bevan, Tim Bevan? 
Well, if you would give me... But one moment, Tim, I will tell you. Tim Bevan is a New Zealand-born film producer who's worked on some very high-profile films. Victoria mentioned that she was Tim's personal assistant, that he was currently in LA filming, and would like to watch the boxing when he returned from work in his giant country mansion. She also casually mentioned that he had a multi-man crew assembly, a personal cinema room for him, and needed his pin number to set up his box. Victoria bragged about how she basically ran Tim's life for him and how he could be returning to his country home rather than his London penthouse because I guess her hobbies include making people who work in call centres want to kill themselves. Anyway, being a film buff, I recognised the name and thought I'd have a quick go over his IMDb page. Tim has produced with some of the best directors in modern filmmaking, including the legendary Coen brothers on a vast majority of their films, the phenomenal Edgar Wright on all of the Cornetto trilogy, but none more notable than Maximum Joseph on You Guessed It, we are your friends. Holy shit. That's, That's right. not on his Wikipedia page, I'll tell you what. I was, by proxy, speaking to someone involved in the production of The Citizen Kane of our time, and I didn't even realize it until I checked the internet at lunch. I was so tempted to make up an excuse to call back and get some in-depth knowledge on the production, but good sense and self-restraint have kept me in check for now. Anyway, thought I'd let you two FBs, that's short for fuckboys, know and let you know I'd be half tempted to give you Mr. Bevan's home number, but I really don't think that would be a good idea for anyone involved. Say my name if you wish, but say a prayer I don't get arrested or fired. We will call you John H. Yeah, nice one. John H. Benjamin writing in there. This guy has done the voice. the filmography. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, Frost Nixon, which I loved, Everest, The Danish Girl, Hail Caesar, Bridget Jones, baby, and others. Bridget he has, Jones, baby. <laughs> he has total films grossing $4 billion worldwide, like the ones that he's either produced or executively produced. It's a lot of money. It certainly is. Well, all power to you. If you're listening, which I don't know that you are, Mr. Tim Bevan, fucking hot shit for representing us uh, New Zealanders on the, on the global playing field. Yeah, man, and come home to Queenstown and invite us around because you've got a Dude. lot of money and I'd love to go skiing or something. We He's all got miss a you commander, there, of, commander of the Order of the British Empire. He's got a CBE from the Queen, which he got in 05. What is, this man, he's, got, he's also got a degree of Doctor Honoris, oh, an honorary oh. doctorate from the University of York. What a legend. What a champ. Um, moving on. We can, it's, it's not all just tongue uh, salivating at Tim Bevan's achievements there's other mail to get to which I will share with you now guy I wish you would a crisp 20 US dollars from Ryan Lynch and uh, no that came through a week ago so this won't be part of the the uh, donation drive this will be the donation to us Ryan writes, Hey Tiny Tim and Guy Fieri, I've been a huge fan since season one, even making my fiancé watch Grown Ups 2 with your commentary track after never hearing the podcast or seeing either Grown Ups movies before. She didn't nearly have as much fun as I did, but after putting it off for ages, I'm finally tossing the troops some hard-earned cash. You boys have inspired myself and another big fan to start a podcast that's like a lazy, risk-free version of the worst idea of all time. It's called We'll Get It Right Next Year. And we try to guess what happens in a film neither of us know about for a year before we watch it. We have guests (laughs) give us some truths and some lies about the film and have a lot of fun. Thanks for the years of goofs and know that we love you from America and I will follow you good boys to any project you move to next. Say my name, say my name, Ryan Lynch. P.S. All of the Little Empire shows are fantastic, but politics and hosting are by far my favourites. 
Oh. This guy really knows how to scratch our dicks, doesn't he, guy? I'll tell you what. I have got an itchy growth on there that I thought could not be satiated, but in comes Ryan Lynch with his long fingernails and his compliments. Perfectly manicured. Perfectly manicured dick-scratching nails for the boys. I I feel fantastic. Tim? I've never felt better, and luckily I'm surrounded by tissues, so I'm already... I'm sweet. And I'd like to use that as a springboard into this next message. Uh, barely one of praise, but certainly one of interest. It comes from regular correspondent Leal, and he's just said, on the subject of fidget spinners, this recently happened in my home of Boise, Idaho. To link to a story, I'm not going to read the heading. I'm just going to start reading the article, and you can tell me when to stop. A 27-year-old man managed to get his fidget spinner irretrievably lodged in his anal cavity, forcing him to scream, Medic. I just heard this God Almighty scream coming from his house, so he rushed over and banged on the door, said the man's neighbor, a 52-year-old who's too old for this shit. He let us in and was clutching his behind. I asked him, what's wrong? And he just choked out that he needed an ambulance. The act of choking out an ambulance request suggests catastrophic levels of pain, and unsurprisingly so. The medical staff later found the not-at-all-suppository-shaped fidget spinner lodged so tightly in the anal cavity that they had to operate to remove it. We tried a number of lubrication methods, but in the end we were forced to make an incision to remove the device, said one of the surgeons involved. A relative of the poor man confirmed that the man was basically using the toy to pleasure himself, successfully at first, but flew too close to the sun when he tried to insert it deeper into his anus. (laughs) Hospital staff suspect he must have slipped and pushed it beyond the point of no return. Medical experts are urging people to err on the side of caution when using their fidget spinners and to not use them for unintended purposes. Of course, they didn't specifically say, don't put them in your butt, so if that's not quite black and white enough for you, then let the story... Be a warning. And credit to Now 8 News for the very funny tone uh, in which that news article was written. How much strain is put on our medical professionals and our hospitals because people insist on throwing things in their butt? Man, it's just... We've got too many orifices, human beings. You know, we're too... We're inquisitive by nature. We are. It's like... That's not what that's for. We've got we we've gone to the trouble of developing new materials, new plastics, new kinds and of. There's um, just so many. There's so polymers. many different, so many different things, which are designed specifically to satisfy this curiosity and need. We got a range, but I guess maybe that's half the thing, right? If you've des- yeah. it's like um, if someone tells you to go outside and play, it's not as fun as like sneaking off to play, right? Yeah, you said it, brother. Um, that's probably the cleanest analogy of anally inserting a fidget spinner into your rectum. Bit of a tautology there. And on that delightful note, we will rip into Greg. We won't rip into Greg. Good God. Poor choice of words from old Timbo. Hey, Tim and Guy, I'm going to be straight with you Fuck two boys. Fuck you, from Greg. The <laughs> Whoa, hold on, dude. What's up? I thought we were ripping into Greg. Oh, nah. I, I meant his letter. Ah, but you did good. You did good. You took Thank what I you. said. You, you really got to work on your phrasing, man. Yeah, I do. I'm going to be straight with you two boys from the get-go. I'm already subscribed to the Millionaires Club on Patreon and pay my fees diligently, but I've wanted to have a message read out in the friend zone for a bit, and with only 14 watches left at the time of writing, time is running out, so I'm here throwing more cash your way as I laugh in the face of crippling debt. Oh, dude, get out of the Millionaires Club. Um, I'm just kidding. Oh, thank God. Man, he really... <laughs> 
<laughs> it yanked my chain. Uh, anyway, I introduced my little brother to your potty last summer while I was back home and bought him all three films on Blu-ray for his birthday. Oh, this is delightful. And the next time I visited, uh, he welcomed me with the declaration, there is absolutely nothing likable about any of the characters and we are your friends whatsoever. I've never felt closer to him. So please send a shout out to Fergus. He's a good boy, a joy to work with, and a real pro on set. Final comment, in a recent episode, Tim actually aired on... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Whether the two of you would actually finish this third go around, which made me think how fucking amazing it would be if you totally twin peaks to this project and called it off indefinitely at Watch 51. Anyway, thanks for the laughs and all the best, Greg. Oh. Greg K. Greg K. Greg K. There's PS. Uh, we haven't heard much from Joe Biden recently, have we? But hey, I'm sure that's just a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you out there, Greg. Um, oh, my God. Even before he'd uh, articulated what he was angling towards, how good would it be? I've done something similar whereby during an Edinburgh Fringe once, it was my sole purpose and goal to watch 100 shows. And I exhausted both myself and my bank account by going to as many shows as I possibly could across the course of the month. And I got to 99. And on the last night, there was one I had a show I could go to. And I just said to myself, nah. <laughs> this is like your version of anally inserting a, a fidget spinner you know you put too much pressure on to do it oh man or something this isn't the perfect analogy but it's like you know you told yourself that you had to do it and therefore you're like fuck the rules in the same way that that guy was like this thing's supposed to be designed to not go in your ass but fuck the rules um now we're not Tim- going to do that to you greg k Greg K, no. it's so sweet that uh, you and your bro are broing down vis-a-vis our podcast. That's awesome. Inaccurate use of vis-a-vis, as I understand it. Yeah, you're uh, right. But I it's meant, okay, Tim. I meant via. I've got a link here. It's Hold from, on, I want, uh, you to give, I want you to give Gregory K a kiss. Greg, do you know what? I've sworn at you. I've kind of uh, needlessly 
No, I just haven't I haven't paid you your dues in the way Tim has, and accordingly I would like to issue not an apology, but instead a peace offering in the form of a gift. Uh, what is that gift, you ask? I will tell you, it is a kiss. For a kiss is always a gift. And Tim, I have a, a link here. It's just a link. No uh, comment, no context from popular uh, sort of satirical website, Reductress. I actually okay. don't know a lot about Reductress. It is satirical, isn't it? I don't know. I, I, I'm unaware of this, uh, this website of which you speak. It's, I, I'm pretty sure it's like a fem, it's like a, I think it's like satirizes Cosmo type things. Um, but the, the quizzes, it's a link to a quiz and the quiz is quiz. Which sex in the city gal style of internalized misogyny are you? <laughs> Would you like to take the quiz? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Though the thrilling series finale happened over 12 years ago, we can't help but still constantly think about Carrie Miranda, Charlotte and Samantha from HBO Six in the City. Each and every one of those four girls was completely unique in her sexy style, her brash confidence and her ability to internalize the patriarchy while thinking it was actually empowerment all along. Which Six in the City, Six in the City gal style of internalized misogyny are you? Take this quiz to find out. Tim, pick a drink. A, beer. It's simple and easy. B, pink Cosmo. I like to feel girly. C, whiskey, I can totally hang with the guys, or D, Pinot Noir, classy, just like me. I reckon D. D, okay, I'm just going to get a pen and paper so I can... Oh, I'm, I'll, uh, I'll record them, it's cool, I'll record my answers. Okay, cool. Uh, two. Wait, hey, you, you pick one too, we'll do both of us. Okay, are you going to mark my answers down as well? Yeah, you go. Uh, I'll go A, please, beer, Good. simple and easy. Right. Two. You've been flirting with a guy over text, but he hasn't asked you out yet. What do you do? A. Decide that if he can't make a move, he's not worth my time. B. Contemplate over what it must mean. C. Show up to his apartment naked under a trench coat. Or D. Mope to my friends about it over brunch. A. Also A. Right. Uh, Three, what's your favorite jewelry accessory? A, nothing. Why complicate things? B, a gold Playboy necklace. C, lots and lots of diamonds. D, my engagement ring. Uh, lots and lots of diamonds. I'm going to pick C. I'm also going to pick C. Good shit. Four, all of your friends are having babies except you. How do you uh. feel? A, it's not really my business. B, I don't know how I feel. The change freaks me out. C, I feel bad for them. Don't they realize they're saying goodbye to all joy? D, devastated. I want a baby more than anything. Uh, I'm going to go with A. It's none of my business. I am going to go with D, devastated. I want a baby more than anything, which is inaccurate, but just for the sake of doing something different. Way to take one for the team, guy. Because I've noticed that as this quiz has gone on, the comedy has seemed to dry up. It could not have dried up more, eh? (laughs) <laughs> Onward You accidentally fart in front of a guy you've been dating for over a year What do you do? A. Lock myself in the bathroom This is the end of it all B. Cringe Never bring it up Ponder for weeks if that's the reason why we eventually broke up C. Promise It won't even happen again That was a big mistake Or D. Move to a different state and change your identity What the fuck are these options? This is flawed Where is like E. Celebrate it Getting a fart off with him you know, own it. We've all got bodies. We've all got gas. I've got to say, I thought this quiz would be funnier. Yeah. 
You know, you do those click hole quizzes and gee whiz, they're a, they're a jaunt. Yeah, they are. Um, anyway, I'm not going to read out the descriptions, but what do, you, what do you go for the last one? E, okay. I'll go for <laughs> E also. Great. What did you mostly get, Tim? Uh, let's do a count up. Uh, I got two A's. You're Miranda. What did I God mostly get? It. You're Miranda too. Sick. Couple of Mirandas over here. <laughs> Thanks for the quiz, John T. That's the style of internalized misogyny we are wearing. Can we move on? The truth? Can we yeah, move man, on? If because if there's one thing that I would love to do, it's hear from Bram. Bram's well, I wish written, you'd start reading. written such a long letter and in the middle of it is P.S. Like right in the mid. It's not where that goes. Anyway, Bram writes, Dear Tim and Guy, I came across your podcast a couple of months ago, have been binge listening ever since and now I'm caught up. I just want to say thank you for the entertainment, laughter, friendship and new insights that you two fuckboys have given me. I'm particularly happy to have learned about Yes And. And your explanation, oh sorry, from your explanation, it sounds like it's a technique used in improv. But I heard the male gaze reference it in their conversation about dirty talk between the sheets. And I realised that yes and is a philosophy of much more depth than I thought it was at first. Since this revelation, I've been, I have started using these two words as a mantra, a guideline for my life. And I can tell you, the results are glorious. Apparently, we all need a little encouragement, a little faith. Yes. Uh, that's Y-I-S, which I'm not sure if that's a word that I don't know or, or if that's a mocking of the Kiwi accent, but either way, tip of the hat. I am seriously happy for you two that this is the last season of The Worst Idea of All Time. It's sad for us listeners, of course, but you should get out there while you have a grain of sanity left. You are beautiful boys and your sacrifice will never be forgotten. All the best from Amsterdam. Your friend, Bram Wistorp. P.S., Here's the midway point. Some stuff has been said about the Amsterdam-Netherlands-Holland misunderstanding. All incorrect. This is how it is. Our country is called Netherland, meaning lowlands, weirdly translated to the Netherlands, which is insane because the Dutch don't pronounce the TH sound. Amsterdam is the capital city of the country. We have 12 provinces in total. One province, the one Amsterdam is in, is called North Holland. Another province, south of the latter, is called South Holland. Both but North Holland more, have the image of housing arrogant, self-centred, fast-moving city folk. Of course, the people in these cities uh, think the rest of the country are farmers or snipers and windmills. Holland, meaning hallow land, uh, we are a whole surrounded by dams in the end. It's a lot easier to say and especially to chant in case of sports. So that's why it gets used so much. However... There is always a chance of upsetting someone who is not from one of the actual Holland provinces because of the stuck-up image they have attached to it. If you're ever in Amsterdam, I'd be happy to buy you guys a local beer. Okay, that's it. Thanks, Bram. Cheers, Brad. Bram. Um, Bram, yeah, and Bram. I'm oh, sorry, I was thinking of this really good guy, Brad, who bought me a beer recently. Was he um, Amsterdamese? Yeah, man. He was an Amsterdamese. Damn easy to please. Uh, thank you so much. I find it so confusing, uh, but Actually, not any less confusing now, obviously. This has reminded me of something that happened last night when I was a bit of a fever dream state because I was, I was a bit uh, crook but watching Netflix too late at night. Started watching the first episode of the new season of House of Cards and Watch City comes up. I'll give really? you a clue, guy. Yeah, buddy. I'm pretty sure um, that Frank and Claire go there briefly, but um, I, can't, I think I have to rewatch the episode because I was a bit out of it at the time. 
But That's um, okay. it was it was so great. It was just the timing couldn't have been better. I was delighted to hear it. And I've totally glossed over how they pronounced it in the show, but it was very different to how you and I say it. Well, it's funny how accents work. Um, this one here, this is from someone who sent us photos of socks at, from Kmart at the hospice they work at. They've sent us uh, an item of clothing that looks like a tank top. So it's still at cool. work, still in the podcast, on to season three. And when you look at the brand of this tank top, uh, and it's got a label that says W-A-Y-F. Uh, but it does not stand for Where Are Your Friends. It stands for Where Are You From? What? It's like a longer version of ASL, but with less information at the end of it. And that's something. Hey, Guy, where are you from? I was born in um, Wellington, Women's Hospital. I'm from Creativity. I'm from uh, the corner of two streets, one named Originality and the other one called Artistic Merit. Okay? I was born in the capital of Comedyland. Alien and far away from where I imagine you grew up. My, my primary school was in the news today. Some, what, uh, on some the corner of creativity and artistic integrity or whatever the heck you just said. Correct, yep. Uh, well, just a little bit further on Tillman Ave in Christchurch. It's called Why Mighty. Chris writes, Howdy, boys. Now, I'm a pretty avid podcast listener, probably burning through about 30 hours a week as I trudge through my job as an almost graphic designer. Even still, imagine my surprise to hear the Burbank Cafe romancing the bean become a, co- a topic of conversation twice in as many weeks across two of my favourite shows. In last week's episode of the excellent podcast Never Not Funny featuring guest Paul F. Tompkins, no less, the gang got into a pretty lengthy discussion of the name of the cafe. Unable to come to a conclusion, they had Mr. F. Tompkins give Romancing the Bean a phone call to get to the bottom of it. Here's what I learned. It is not a term used in the coffee industry. It is not a reference to the 1984 action-adventure romantic comedy Romancing the Stone starring Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner. The place is pretty busy, and the management isn't particularly interested in taking phone calls from podcasters. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what? If, 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 it's, if it's neither if it's neither a coffee term nor a reference to the movie then what the fuck is it I don't know I hope it's not like literal you know because then they're doing oh. with a coffee bean what our mate from the news article might have done with a fidget spinner Taking yeah. that relationship with Java to the next level. Anyway, I'll finish it. It says, kisses and wishes, Christopher Allen Metzger. Thanks for Thank getting in you. touch, Chris. Um, isn't that amazing, that kind of parallel thinking that goes on? That is uh, quite a good bit of happenstance. I guess the more stuff you listen to and do, the more opportunity for happenstance there is. Oh, this is great. The guy that I was telling you just before we started recording, he sent an email. I just didn't see it. Do you know what I'm talking oh. about? I do know exactly who you're talking about. Should I jump into that? Yeah, I, I reckon we should sign off with it. Okay, brilliant. This is from a man named Sam. Um, and I actually wonder if it's the same. I think I had worked with a guy who's got the same first and last name. Let's delve in. Dear Tim and Guy, thank you for two tremendous years and this last one too. I've been listening to your equally hilarious friend from Wellington plugged... Wait, I've been listening ever since your equally hilarious friend from Wellington plugged the podcast on her Twitter. Fucking hell, this is going to be a long email, guy. Strap in. 
I've been meaning to donate for a while, and a gap between unexpected vet bills and surviving a restructure means I can now. So, a $500 donation to you two, and a more modest donation to your Wellington friend through her Amazon wish list to pursue her knitting interests. Uh, I've changed the font size. And Friendzone46, you said you were destined to do this, and whatever this becomes in the future, forever, or until one of you dies, much like Batman and the Joker, or Dickbot and Brady the Rat King. There's a theme shared by your other podcast, Till Death Through Us, Blart, with the McElroy Brothers. In this spirit... The $500 comes to you with the following conditions. Number one, use the $300, uh, use $300 of it as you wish. Two, the other $200 is to be invested. In 50 years, it'll be worth around $5,000 in today's money. But it is only to be cashed up by the survivor. A tontine, if you will. Or maybe a montine. Uh, with your accents, uh, it'll sound like a rhyme to your American listeners. Probably won't save the weak joke, though. Whether you expand uh, such a scheme to include your co-hosts on Till Death or Us Blart and accept further donations is up to you. Think of those valuable US dollars and the way America's going. Your life expectancies must be much higher than the McElroy's. <laughs> Alternatively, use the full $500 however, you've liked, however you would like. You've certainly earned it. Now, here's the interesting thing about what Sam... Oh, oh this truly is up to us. Okay, so, Guy... We made a financial commitment that all of the money that was coming to us in the calendar month of June would be donated to charity. This donation was actually sent to us in the month of May. So we can follow Tim, this guy's wishes or we can put it in the war chest to give to a... What a, better way than today yeah. on the 1st of June 2017 as we try and uh, you know get a, a good roll on in terms of a donation we can make than to take this one Patrick King we've been donated so kindly by Sam and while his yeah. idea of us creating some sort of flying hellfish like club a la <laughs> Abe Simpson and the Simpsons sounds great yeah. I reckon let's take it let's bring it over to the month of June and let's uh, let's really get something rolling over here let's do it Sam Warburton, you are a legend. You're a Patrick King, and you are leading the charge in our charity That's right. drive, which is happening Holy cr- for the month of June. Holy crow! We've now got uh, a, an alternative uh, unit of currency. We've got the Patrick King or, or Sam Warburton. The Sam Warburton. Both excellent Isn't names. Um, holy shit, that's a lot of money. I don't, I, I don't understand that, but you're a goddamn legend, Sam, and you inadvertently have brightened the lives of someone or something yet to be determined. Um, on that, have you had any charity? Have you seen that list that's formed on the Facebook page? No, guy? I've not. I've been pretty disengaged from the internet um, on the road, Tim, but I will make a point of combing through it and we can have some sort of uh, conversation off the record as we make a decision. Yeah, we'll make it with the community, though. We'll get everyone's points of view. Uh, so far, the funniest suggestion, it, it's, it's, actu- it's not that funny. It's actually just outrageous. Actually, you know what? It's just the one that I've commented on. So go to the uh, facebook.com slash worst idea of all time, and you'll see that if you find the charity thread. I'm not going to sully this good friend zone with bringing it up. Um, but I reckon my, my favourite suggestion so far, in a serious way, is uh, probably Doctors Without Borders. They're a bloody good organisation. They are one for the books. Though I do like the idea of giving it to a vet because we <laughs> kill a squirrel every week. Anyway, we'll figure it out with you guys, probably on Facebook and Patreon. See you there. 
Guy, lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much, everyone, who has contributed money and messages of support. It means the absolute world to us as we close in on the end of this whole podcast project, not just this season, but the whole damn thing. So, yeah, thank, thank you so you. much, everybody. We appreciate it. No end. I'm going to go and explore uh, something called the Super Pit here in Kalgoorlie. It's a giant hole. <laughs> Classic Australia. All right, mate. Enjoy the hole. Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye now. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy. Because making friends is the best idea of all time. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try... So this, so this movie immediately, really just a middle finger to the face of all uh, creationist believers. Uh, mm. Just really a real fuck you. Yeah. Look, there were dinosaurs. Um, and in this time, Rita Repulsa was fighting some alien Power Rangers. One of them played by Brian Cranston. And they all get killed. And then the power coins get buried underground. Yeah, we know, Nick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to modern times. We're jerking off cows. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.